Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Christian's Podcast. I am so excited to introduce to you my new podcast where I will bring you some real conversations on faith, failures, relationships, singleness, and sex, and just about anything and everything in between. My name is Chantal Christians, your host. I'm also the writer of a faith blog called The Christian's Post. I can definitely say with this podcast, I will bring you some very intimate, transparent, and vulnerable content. I hope that every time you click to listen to this podcast, you can take some practical lessons with you that you can apply to your everyday life. I'm so excited to embark on this new journey to learn, to grow, and to evolve. So see this introduction episode as an invitation to my front porch. I hope you will subscribe to my podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram at Chantel underscore Sharon to stay up to date. I will talk to you in the next episode. Hi everybody, welcome back to the Christian's Podcast. I'm your host Chantal and I'm so excited to just sit down and record this episode for you guys. We are in season two of the podcast and this is episode two. I'm so excited. Wow, it's crazy how time flies and it's almost been a year, I think, um, when I started the podcast. So it's pretty good. How things are going at the moment with the podcast i hope everyone is doing well and you guys are staying safe and healthy furthermore i'm very excited about today's conversation i will be joined by a friend of mine tony it's funny enough tony and i met back home in namibia um we went to the same same church and we became very good friends um, and now we are both working and living abroad. <laughs> it's so funny. So yeah, but Tony can tell you guys more about that when she jumps on. Um, we will be speaking about the power of association. And interestingly, this is a conversation that came up one time when we had a phone call a while back and we were speaking about you know just how like what a difference it makes when you deassociate yourself from certain circles and associate yourself with other people they can literally build you up and like give you the space to be who god has allowed you to be um and i think sometimes we forget that friends and people around you can impact your mindset your your worldview um your view on god your purpose your your success your health your ministry your family your marriage your single life everything and the longer you stay with people especially like if you surround yourself or associate yourself with people that are negative or ungrateful the longer you associate yourself with these kinds of people you become that person um who was it there's somebody there's a quote that that says um show me your friends and i will tell you who you are yeah it's so important to know and realize and be wise that people that you allow into your circle 
because at the end of the day you want to surround yourself and you want to be in relationship with people that sharpens you as iron sharpens iron and you want to sharpen um people as well you don't you just don't want to be sharpened you also want to be the person that sharpens somebody and that pours into somebody's life and um that person pours back into your life so um yes funny enough for me personal story or like true story which is basically from my personal life i recently had to deassociate myself from from a from a friend and i don't fully understand why <laughs> honestly like i knew it was going to happen and it, that's the thing like it's it's crazy like i just had this knowing in me that for some reason eventually the friendship was going to end or it was going to go on a break or whatever and the holy spirit has really been nudging me and god has really like been speaking to me and giving me confirmations like this friendship like the time has ended and i think i was holding on to the friendship because i had this mindset of but god this person has been with me when this happened when a b c d and e happen um like why do i have to like deassociate myself from them but i think sometimes we we hold on to the dead things and sometimes people can become dead weight in our lives or we can become dead weight um in people's life and i think for me personally i always pray about my friendships and relationships in in general like like i bring you before the lord and i'm like jesus like are you okay with me associating myself with this person especially if we are not um what's the word i want to say if we're not equally yoked but hmm if we are if we don't see things the same way um and it's okay cuz sometimes you you're not always going to agree with people and people aren't always going to agree with you on on certain things which is okay it's it's totally understandable but i feel like we shouldn't stay in relationships um that are fruitless we shouldn't stay or associate ourselves with people that um don't build us up and that don't give us the room to thrive and be who God has allowed us to be cuz sometimes we associate ourselves with people and we stay in these relationships or friendships or partnerships just for the sake of you know I know this person we've been friends for like 10 years or we have went through hell fire water everything together like this is my friend you know sometimes if god tells you to move to leave that friendship and to move you better be obedient and move and like walk away because something better is waiting for you on the other side so yeah without further ado i'm very excited for this conversation and i hope you guys are too so let's get right into this conversation tony welcome to the christians podcast thank you so much for joining me on today's episode 
Hello, 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 Chantal. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me on the Christian podcast. I'm very honored. And congratulations on your one year. Congratulations. I believe that it takes a lot of work, the planning, the creativity, the production behind the scene. But you've done it faithfully for a whole year. So cheers to the Christian podcast. And thank you for having me. Thank you for having me today. Thank you so much, Tony. I really appreciate it. And funny enough, you are the first guest on the podcast for season two. So I'm really glad that you could join me on this conversation. Furthermore, guys, I just want to apologize for the background noises that you will hear throughout this episode because my neighbors are busy with renovations in their apartment. So you guys are going to hear some bangings against the wall so i just apologize in advance but yeah tony i do want to ask you if there is any quote or motto or bible verse or even a scripture that you live by it could be in this season of your life or an everyday thing you're most welcome you're most welcome chantelle in terms of scripture, hmm, <laughs> I live, I live by many. It's seasonal. It's seasonal, but this year I've been finding myself a lot around Joel two twenty five to twenty seven, and Zechariah eight. But my my bottom line mantra is that I'm made for a time such as this. I'm made for a time such as this. So I am for this generation, I'm made for this generation. I'm part of the arising species of this generation. So whatever I'm facing, whatever I'm going through, I'm made for such a time such as this. My experience build up for a time such as this. Uh, My life lessons, my encounters, everything is for a time such as this so yes that is my my mantra my bottom line one i am the now generation <laughs> that is amazing and i feel personally um our our purpose or assignments that god gives us um changes over time i mean what i did in the previous season is not what I'm doing right now. It it always looks different and it's the same for you. And for you to just decide to say, hey, I'm going to base my life on this mantra, which actually comes from the book of Esther in the Bible, um, that you are here on this earth in this generation for such a time as this. And wherever God has located you, geographically in every area of your life he is going to use you for his glory you just need to avail yourself um so that's a beautiful mantra i love that i want to dig deeper um and i want to ask you when you think of the words 
um, the power of association. Like, what is the first thing that comes to your mind? It's so profound that you mentioned the book of Esther. Hey, like that that book speaks to me, and I put so much respect to that queen. <laughs> I put so much respect to Queen Esther. Like what she had to go through and the decision that she had to make, you know, and when she she saw or she, you know, she understood that this is not for me. This is for a whole nation. Yeah, I, I just put so much respect to her. And and I also believe that everybody has an Esther in them or they're an Esther in a certain domain Yes, what I, what comes to my mind when I think or when I hear the words the or the phrase the power of association without thinking about it what just comes up I just it's just the picture of the two words they're so strong and they're put together like power and then association like power is power association is like a force you know when you associate something is bringing things together like so that influence force Chantal in short I would say association is influence I would I would define association as influence and who you associate with is the type of influence you bring in or you let in it's the type of influence you let in in yourself and in your life and or the type of influence you bring to another person because we live in relationships like life is about relationships and we we live in vertical relationships top down down up you know there's authority over you for instance between you and your parents or you and your leaders you and your pastors and then the other ones behind you you know your successors or can be your younger siblings or um yeah the people at work behind you or anybody you know so the who you associate with is the type of influence you're working with you're letting in or you're bringing out you know um i could make an example for instance at work or in a family setup if you for instance always the big sister the the one or or the big sister or or you are you are the child that the family relies on you are responsible you know you are a good pillar in the family it's good to be that but you need to know that you you have to groom somebody else behind you for when you're not there and when you're not there it doesn't physically it doesn't necessarily mean one day when you go to heaven but for instance you might be married out of the family then what happens or you relocate or you know then then what happens what what happens to the family when chantal is not there so association goes both ways like top down down up you know what do you bring what do you pour out in the next person behind you it can be a mentee that you're mentoring spiritually or you know just even life lessons you know like um any any kind of thing 
you know so it's 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 what what type of influence do you bring as well you know so yes so that's that's the vertical aspect of it and the horizontal is definitely like on a horizontal relationship your friends that's like your your friendships you know your associates um if you also look at it like the vertical one is at work for instance you're not going to be in that specific role forever you know at one point you're going to be a supervisor for instance or a manager for instance and that that person that's going to fill up your role is then going to serve you so you'd want somebody competent right so you bring in a certain influence you know for um you bring in a certain influence uh, for for you know like for for your successor you know or you're not going to be the ministry leader forever of that particular ministry so there's somebody that needs to associate with you to 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 glean from you to drink from you you know from from your grace and all that yes the right word association is grace it's grace if it's in the positive tone if, if it's on a positive note because it's it's the grace that you're drinking from that you're leaning you're leaning into so there's power in what you what you lean into and what you glean from so that is how i would really define the power of association and to put it in the i would want to actually highlight two things pertaining association i would like to linger on speaking and mindset because when you meet somebody you can tell by their language how they speak like what their certain area is you the the language of somebody sells them out you're like oh this person is about this and um i would really linger on speaking and mindset just a little bit because speaking also our speech you know that we create by our speech i mean we are made in the likeness of god hey and so when god created the earth and everything he spoke and it was right so we create by our speaking you know words have power i mean that's why the scripture also says life and death is in your mouth choose life you know speak it and that's why we need to decree and declare and that's why also when we when we forgive some somebody we you know we, you have to say it out loud and you know um when even when we come to the faith of Christ when we receive Jesus Christ hey we confess with our mouth and believe in our heart creation starts taking place they am a new being you know and accept Jesus Christ or when you renounce something so day our speaking is really our speech is creation and so who do you associate with you know you might just be like ah, i'm just hanging with who you know then we talk about this then we talk about that you know 
are you cognizant of what it does? Because that is the type of life that you're going to create. You know, if you continuously speak this, speak this, this is what you create. You actually said a lot of good things, Tony. Honestly, that was amazing. And I think as you were speaking, I was thinking of of a lot of characters in the Bible, just trying to like pinpoint them to like the conversation as, as you were speaking. But I think... Um, a person that stood out for me, and I always think of it when I think of 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 association. You know who you surround yourself with. I mean, if you look at the life of of Saul, who was then later on um, changed to the Apostle Paul, Saul was literally the one that was walking with the people that was persecuting the church. And because he hanged around those kinds of people, he also started persecuting Christians for their faith. And it's on the road to Damascus where Paul encounters God. And he has this divine encounter with the Lord that just radically changes his life. And he starts walking with the with the disciples or the apostles he starts walking with the apostles and you begin to see the fruit in his life and i feel like you you can see the fruit in people's lives based on who they associate themselves with that's a very important thing i think Another story that's coming to my mind is the story in, hmm, I think it's 1 Samuel or 2 Samuel, I think it's 2 Samuel, um, where one of David's sons has, he is so in love, apparently. It, it comes forth from his point of view as love, but it was just lust. Um, he was in love quote in you know quotation marks he was in love with his half sister and he just burned for her and he goes to his cousin which was also his friend he asked for advice and his cousin is like you can just bang her like just sleep with her and the brother pretends to be sick and he asked his dad, which is at the time King David, he asked his dad to please send his sister to him to look after him and to care for him. And the sister came, she looks after him, and he rapes her. And you see the difference in the power in in association. The, you see the power in the people that you allow in your circle and in your life because what people say, what people advise you to do, it really plays a big role. And sometimes we think of it as something small, but it's actually really something big. And another thing that you touched on is is the language I think I'm I'm so grateful personally for how the Lord is just 
constantly peeling me like an onion because in general human beings are like onions um there's so many layers to us and there's to make this personal there's so many layers to me and just my language has changed so much i don't speak the way i used to 5 years ago i don't speak the way i used to last year or year ago it has changed and when you walk with the lord your speech changes as well and you you can just see the way people speak um whether this person has been in the presence of the lord or whether this person is walking with the lord or not i mean i look at people or i speak to people that maybe we were friends back then and we make contact again and we talk for a bit and i still realize but your speech is still the same and i see no fruit like like there's no growth in your life and i feel like people need to sit with themselves and just ask themselves like why is my life like this like why am i not moving forward why am i not seeing fruit in my life why am i not achieving my dreams why am i not successful why am i not walking in my purpose and you need to look at the people that are around you and see how they play a role um in your life how they affect the decisions that you make and the way you see life and the way you see god but i want to come back to the f- point that you made in the beginning <laughs> um and i just want you to talk a little bit cuz you mentioned briefly that you just learned of late um about the power of association like you are really walking into in that lo- knowledge now um of how powerful it is of how important it is based on the people that are in your life or in your circle can you maybe speak a little bit more about that like what happened for you to like learn this lesson to say oh okay god that was what you were trying to teach me like you were actually trying to like help me see that who i associate with impacts my life way more than i thought it does it was just an advice you know it was like a simple advice and sometimes in life we happen to take advice in lean more on it depending on who is giving us that advice right you know so you'd think like oh this person is close to me um you know this is a very good friend or this is my uncle or my sibling or something you know without having to look at who is that person in the context of what is in that person you know what drives this person where is this person headed to or from where does this advice stem from what is in the person so that's a very very good advice indeed i mean that's a very good example indeed so you're taking me back to the genesis of things <laughs> it started with it started with where i 
I found myself in the same place. You know, I would move around, move around, but still just find myself in the same place. There was no growth. There was growth, but it was minimal growth as compared to what I wanted. I would make progress, but not really substantial progress, you know. And it was even in things like character, for instance. I was like, why am I not consistent, you know, in what I want to be consistent in or commitment to myself, like commit to something. For instance, you know, if I have a certain dream that I want to execute or go for something that I want to do. And after some time, I realized that, oh my goodness, I could have done this. But now it's been two years down the line and I didn't do anything about it. It was just in my head. I couldn't commit to myself or I couldn't execute. So I was not satisfied with the results that I was seeing in my life as a person and what I'm doing. And God really, really, really helped me out and accelerated the process by isolating me. It started already when I was home. God just told me he wants me to be alone, you know? And I was like, why? What's happening? And he started also giving me dreams where he wanted to isolate me. And I was like, okay. And then I stepped in obedience. And this isolation has been the greatest blessing to me because my realization of the power of association started in the isolation when I was spending more time with him and more time alone I had the opportunity to do introspection to do real introspection sit down and be honest with myself and then I realized that I want certain attributes character and whatever I want but who do I spend most of my time with do I spend time with these people or with the people that think like this, or with the people that are under that grace. And I had to really be honest to myself and realize that, no, I don't. I don't, you know. And and I realized that (laughs) most of... The results that I got was because of just doing things randomly, randomness, you know. Of course, I was growing as a person and, you know, revelations come in stages. It's progressive. But revelation from God is everything because it's so accurate And it just positions you right. So the isolation allowed me to declutter out a lot of noises and a lot of things. So I could only hear God and my truth. I could have an honest conversation with him without the influence of anything else. And from that, you know, God just gave me that opportunity to really do introspection and realize and see what I'm doing. And I realized that. 
a lot of my being my association initially was just randomness was just due to oh i was having fun of that person it's like i like the way that person does that oh let's try a new hobby let's try a new what let's try a new a new a new coffee place in town let's go let's go do what what and i just realized that that's also distraction distraction doesn't have to be something negative and then in my isolation i had to define me who am i and be honest with where am i as a person and be okay with that and i'm really okay with that and then from there i look at where am i going where do i want to go firstly where do i want to go so we cast the vision you know so now we know where we're going so in this i need to associate with the people that are there and these people are in different stages and these people are you know um yeah are in different stages of their lives each one has a different um influence you know like for instance i started identifying people that have the mindset that i want you know um and let me talk about the area of my career for instance i started identifying people that are close to me or that are around me that you know that are successful in their career and what i mean by successful in the career is people that are satisfied in what they're doing people that are walking in their spheres of influence in their areas of calling it could be different to mine but they're walking successfully in the areas of 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 calling and them operating in the areas of calling there's just a special grace in that and i was like i want that grace in my area so i started associating myself with these people and also and i i started to identify people that that dream hey that really dream and do something about their dream they make it happen it just doesn't remain in the dream so you know like even you yourself look at you you started your podcast you made it happen i believe it was an idea that was lingering in your head for a long time for a long time until you executed it and made it happen you know my friend um one of my good friend has a conference that she's doing annually and i was there from year 1 like it's 3 years old now you know i i chose to 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 serve her in that because that that was like the association i want in terms of people that make things happen it's her dream it's her god given dream um placed inside of her it takes a lot to execute but she decided to go on and execute you know um because there are things inside of me my dreams you know and there's a demand for it and this demand is the one that burst the need for me to to be searching why am i not satisfied why am i finding myself at this place you know it's like an internal auditing that you do and it just comes spontaneous it just comes naturally because there is a demand there's just a demand you know um 
we are just, we really just steward. You're given a certain vision. You're given a certain purpose. It's still God's purpose. It's still God's vision. You're just the one who is stewarding this vision, this purpose, you know. So there's a demand for those dreams placed inside of me, for the visions placed inside of me. So I was not leveling up to those demands, you know, because I was not satisfied. Because when you don't live your purpose, you're not satisfied. You're just forever seeking. You don't know what it is. During my isolation, I got to identify myself. And after identifying myself, I knew now, I could tell the difference between this is my voice, this is who I am, and this is the these are the voices that come to like the external voices that speak to me that influence me so after knowing who i am i realized the importance of what i need right now and as i'm also growing i'm just realizing that i don't actually have time for randomness anymore because Everything is really important. Everything matters and you have to be intentional about everything. Since I have dreams inside of me, visions inside of me, purpose, and yes, dreams that God has given me. And, and I knew I had them, but I never did anything about it. So I realized that I need to associate myself with people that make their dreams, that realize their dreams, that make things happen. And with that, I started being intentional with um, the people I associate myself with and started serving and gleaning under the grace of those that, have, that, that, that were realizing their dreams, even though their dreams were different. But the principle remained the same. They were realizing their dreams. It it changed a thing in me. It changed. Um, it changed something inside of me, and you just you just start to see also the difference in your life, the quality of your life. <clears throat> I mean, I let's take the example of 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 language. God has given me the gift of languages or speaking. And God being such a generous giver, he predestined already and made provision for me to work at the radio and associate me right and place me in the media industry. And that was an opportunity for me to hone this gift that he has given me as well. I like that and... Um, I'm thinking of a few scriptures that is coming to my mind. I'm thinking of um, the parable of the talents um, of the master that was going to a distant country and he gave his servants talents. And to the one he gave five, to the one he gave two, and to the other he gave one. And the servants that had the five and the two talents went, they used it, and they multiplied it, basically. And the one that had the one talent, he went and he buried it. 
And when the master came back, the master was like, okay, my servants, where are you? Come, let me see what you've done with the talents that I gave you. And two of the servants used their talents and they multiplied it. And the servant with the one talent, he buried it in the ground. And the master was so upset. Like the master called him like a fool. And it reminds me of of our gifts or the potential, the gifts and the talents that God has placed on the inside of us. Um, God obviously wants us to use it. And just like you said, like the gift of 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 language of you like you have this gift of um presenting and i don't know if you guys can hear how well spoken tony is um but you have this gift of of speaking it's not even presenting you have a gift of speaking and in order to harness and nurture that gift and to grow into the in in that gift um like you literally have to surround yourself with people that you look up to that are already way further in their speaking career um from whom you can learn to like learn from and i'm thinking of this analogy um i think it was crystal evans crystal evans that once said that um you know, she gets all these young women that come up to her and they're like, okay, um, Crystal, we want you to like mentor us. And she always says like, if you want me to mentor you, like you need to serve with me. If I'm in the min- women's ministry, I want you to l- literally serve alongside me in the women's ministry. If I am, I don't know, Cleaning my garden, I want you to be with me and clean my garden with me so that you can see what I do. Um, and she told a story once on her podcast how when she started homeschooling her children, she went to this one lady from church um, who homeschooled her children. The lady homeschooled her children. Her house was always in order. And she had kids that she wanted to homeschool. But she didn't know how to really strike a balance between looking after the house plus doing homeschool. So she went to this lady from church and she could have gone to her mother. But the thing is that her mother never homeschooled. So her mom couldn't help her. And I think that's the thing sometimes. I think that's where we go wrong sometimes because we think, uh, this is my friend. Let me just ask her for advice or whatever. Or let me ask her for a bit of wisdom and direction. But just because we know people and we have walked with them for a long time doesn't mean that they can always give us sound advice. She literally went with this lady. She was with this lady, spent time with this lady to see how does she really do her homeschooling? How does she still maintain her house, make sure the house is in order, make sure the kids um, are fed, make sure they do their homework, make sure the husband is happy, make sure she has like time for herself. And she had to spend time with that woman in order to learn and get a few nuggets. Um, so I think sometimes you you honestly, it's like, it's like getting out of your comfort zone, literally. Like getting out of your comfort zone, getting out of your known advi- environment, I would say. Because I feel like personally, personally it's the same thing for for me. I mean... Like, <laughs> and no pun intended, <laughs> honestly. But there are certain things that 
I won't really ask my family like for advice. I hardly ever ask my family like really for advice. People that I would ask for advice is really my my God-given family, my godly family. Um if I have questions about um the Bible or discipleship or evangelism, I will ask my pastor or I will watch videos of people that are in the sphere or doing evangelism. I would listen to them. I would hear what they say, um, what they do, take advice from them and from their life stories and apply it to my life. Um, but I totally agree <laughs> with what you are saying. Like it's it, And it also just reminds me, I don't know, the story of of the woman with the oil is coming to my mind as well like this woman literally had a bit of oil and the prophet elijah comes to her and she come no she comes to the prophet elijah and she tells him that her husband um is dead and he left her with dead and she has her sons with her but the people who her husband owe are going to come and get her her sons if she doesn't pay her husband's debt and the prophet Elijah asked her, what do you have? And it's the same question God asked Moses when Moses encountered the Lord. God asked him, what, what do you have? What is in your hand? And I think sometimes we look at our gifts or our talents um, as just like, ah, oh, yeah, no, I just, I, I have a gift in speaking, but like you don't nurture the gift or you don't surround yourself with people that can help you cultivate that gift. The woman literally had to go back to her house because she told the prophet Elijah, I only have a little oil. And he was like, oh, I only have oil. And he was like, okay, cool. Go around your neighborhood, get some jars, and you better keep filling those jars up. And she filled all of those jars up. The Bible never says how many jars there were, but she filled every jar until there was no oil left. Sometimes we are the ones that needs to take the first step to use our gifts, to use our talents, to use the capabilities that God has given us, and He will do the rest. Just like it says in the book of Proverbs, God tells us that... Um, What's the scripture? Ah, the gift of a man will make room for him and bring him before great men. God cannot do everything for us just because he's God. And he's almighty. Like he can literally do everything without us even. But God created humanity for partnership, for relationship, for intimacy. And he wants us to partner with him in his purpose. That's why he uses us and select us for his purpose, for a certain assignment. So sometimes it's literally the ball is like an hour cord to take the first step and say, I'm stepping out of my comfort zone and I'm going to use the gift or the talent or the ability that God has given me. And God is going to give you the boldness and the environment that you need in order to grow in that gift. Because also the th another thing with using gifts that I think is literally using it in faith. Using it in faith. 
That's what it comes back to. Furthermore, I do want to ask, how are you using your gifts in, in, in this season or for the season that you're in right now? What are the gifts that you are using um, and how are you associating yourself? You know, because I feel like also as seasons change, um, people that we associate ourselves with change as well like people that I was friends with in the previous season um, are not the same people that I'm friends with right now and I look at my life back for almost two years that I've been now in Germany and I'm like wow like the friends that I have now or the people that I'm surrounded with now it's literally like how it was back home like now I'm just surrounded by like my church community um, but friends within the church community that I can still hang out with um, and still do like fun things with, um, but then still at the same time, talk about God, talk about life, advise each other, cry with each other, keep each other in prayers. Um, yeah, how has that process been looking like for you in this season? Girl! Can we firstly comment you on the word? Guys, look at Chantel. This girl is embedded in the word, man. It's amazing. Everything is just referencing scripture. Then it's the talents. And then it's Elijah. And then it's God and Moses and the scepter. And, and the analogies are just coming, are just flowing so spontaneously. Come on now. Hallelujah. <laughs> um building structure i'm identifying with people that are structured to me people that can keep me accountable people that love me for me people that i can be real with you know um people that i don't necessarily just always have to put my best foot in front people that i can be real with that i can that i can connect genuinely and people that are honest you know um people that have character um, and people that believe in me, people that I believe in them, and then rightfully so, the people that that have the grace of, of where I'm going, where I, I resonate with more like, you know, in terms of identity, in terms of core, in terms of, in terms of core. Core is dominating the season for me. Like what is my core? What is the area of my core, you know? What are the traits required? What is, yeah, what is the character required? And what do I need to be established in order for me to, to really walk faithfully in my core? And I like the fact that you said that this is by faith. This is really by faith. <laughs> and I'm just reminded by the scripture that the just shall live by faith. You don't have a collateral, hey? Like, it's like God is just your collateral. Like, God, you place this in me, and there's just a demand for it. I don't really know how this is going to work out, but I trust you, and, and I choose to be faithful. And, and you know, 
it's hard. It's really, really hard. It comes at a cost. You're always faced with opportunity costs, you know, of different things. And you, you as a person comes out where you want to do something, but then you're busy cultivating a certain trait or a certain character or certain environments or certain friendship, you know, that is against what, what your, let me say, inverted comma, flesh wants to do, you know. So it's, it's, it's that, it's a whole transition for me right now. And I'm I'm totally in agreement with what you said. And I mean, life does happen in season, in seasons, and things changes as well with different seasons. So it's important to identify what season are you in and what you're doing, and how do you associate during, how do you associate in certain and in certain seasons? Well, for me now, I would say that I'm busy. I'm in a transition, so I'm in that phase of looking at myself as how do I steward this transition that I'm in right now. So right now, I'm in that space or in that season where I'm really, I'm really understanding who I am. You know, um, like you, you gave that that reference of 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 where God asked Moses, "What is in your hand?" So, am we right? Right now, what's happening with me? I'm in that phase. Okay, I I know the certain skill sets um, that God has given me, some of the gifts, but I'm really in that introspection space of understanding who I am. You know. Um, where I am headed to as a person and therefore defining the graces that I need. You know, um, the reference that you also made of the analogy of Crystal Evans, where you you defined the impartations well, you know, that um, she she asks the people that want to be mentored by her to 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 do life alongside her and and that's how the impartation happens. They can tap into the grace of what she has so for me right now I'm I'm really transitioning and I'm really you know leaning into God to 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 help me steward this transition well in the best way that I can that I'm faithful with this transition you know so I'm busy identifying who am I really and and what I'm really defining of uh, defining what is in my hand you know what is that scepter in my hand and where am I headed to and and with that I'm 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 setting up a structure in terms of like a conducive environment because this defining myself is it looks different now as compared to to how I defined myself two to three years ago because I'm really defining myself like who am I and what is the position that I have, for instance, in my family. You know, you you spoke about who to who you normally ask advice to and all this kind of stuff. I'm also defining myself like who am I in my family? Am I an exhorter for my family? What position do I hold? Do I hold uh, uh, an intercessor position or a pioneer? You know, are we pioneering a new thing? Are we breaking generational curse? 
curses, you know, are we building generational blessings and generational wealth and all this kind of stuff. And, and if I'm part of this movement, who do I need to associate myself with? So I'm identifying the graces that I actually need. So right now I'm really just in the process of busy, um, stewarding this transition that I'm in right now. So I'm not really tapping into my gifts per se. I'm really associating myself with um, full definition of myself and and setting, uh, setting an environment of faith, setting an environment that is conducive for me to to really boom, you know, the structure. So I, I'm looking for people of faith, you know. I am looking for a tribe, and I'm looking for a tribe that I can draw from and that I can contribute to as well because both ways are important, hey. You cannot also just be on the drawing, drawing, drawing. You also need to pass it on, you know, to the ones behind you. So I'm I'm busy in that transition. That is that is where I am right now, Um I'm identifying the graces, um, I'm identifying me, I'm positioning myself, I'm positioning myself right, and yes, so that is what's happening for me during the season, and so I'm, I'm looking for, I'm, I'm busy aligning myself with the people of the same faith, um, belief system, kingdom of God, mindsets, you know, and um People that are that are that pioneered a thing that are breaking barriers that are really going, you know, going to the genesis of things, you know, changing trajectories for for themselves, for for their family, daring to believe, um, daring to do something that is inside of them, you know. Wow, that's beautiful and that's powerful, Tony. And I love the fact that you are in a season, in a space, in a time where you are identifying where you are. You know what's in you. So now you're trying to locate yourself so that you can now in this season better associate yourself with the people that are around you with the people that God has blessed you with and I love the fact that you speak about you just trying to steward um, this transition because I know you also recently or not recently but you moved <laughs> from from Namibia to like a whole new country where the majority of the population in this country is Muslim. So not just on a like faith base, but how has that transition looked like for you coming from Namibia to an Islam country? How has that transition been like for you over the couple of months that you've been there? The transition has been really way easier than expected. I'm so grateful. I'm very grateful for that. Because when I was making the decision of coming here, I was like, yo, God, how, 
are we going to do this? So it's just going to be you and me and my Bible in my place. How are we going to do this, you know? And I'm thinking of this uh, phrase that says that if you're in abundance, so, so, so much, so that when you're in your lack or when you don't have the abundance anymore, all the seeds or all the things that you've sowed will sustain you in times of need. I remember that there was also just a grace and and it was also intentional as well because I was like, yo, you girl, you gotta, you gotta level up now. Woman, you gotta level up, you know, like I just, I need, I need a level of stature. I need some maturity. I need some stability, you know? So, um, by grace, I, my prayer life took another toll. Um, my, my faith, you know, I grew in faith and my word and God and my pursuit for God has just improved, you know? And I was like, especially prayer, I just, I was just sowing in prayer. And it just helped me a lot, helped me as a person. It helped me to grow spiritually. And also, like, I'm really having the song, The Blessing, right now in my heart. Uh, that the Lord goes before us. Hey, the Lord came before me. God said this already for me. You know, he He went, he came before me and he is with me. You know, I came and I found a movement of God right here. Like I was just, wow. I was just like, wow, God, you know, um, did a bit of research already while I was at home. But, you know, online research and the real life it's two different things but when i came here i i found a good church a good church a apostolic a prophetic church a church that believe in the bible that practices the bible you know that that believes in jesus christ and there's a free flow of the holy spirit everything that covers really a lot like the baptism of the water baptism, the spirit baptism, and 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 the fellowship of the saints and and all this, I was just like, wow, God, like you really knew, and of course He does know, but I'm just yeah, I'm just reminded of the 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 song, the blessing, you know, the Lord goes before us, the Lord is with us, and and when I left Namibia, I didn't run, you know, I. I I, I come from somewhere, you know, and, and I was blessed, you know. I come from a family. I come from a physical family. I come from a spiritual family. And I was blessed off. I was released, you know. And and the Lord blesses me and, and, and he leads me and he brought me in here. So the transition, that spiritual transition was really, I'm really grateful for it. It's, it's way easier than expected. I mean, of course, you are territorially in a space, you know, where um, the faith is not really appreciated as the sovereign. The faith of God is not really appreciated as the sovereign belief system, you know, and territorially it's not, it's, it's not so easy, you know, it's... it's there's a there's a resistance and all this kind of stuff but the grace of god 
the grace of God, really, the grace of God, he just made it really easier for me. Wow, I love that quote. To sow, when you're in a season of abundance, to sow so much so that when you come in a season of lack, what you've sown in your season of abundance will sustain you in your season of lack. That is beautiful and powerful at the same time. I think for me it was a little bit different because I really got a big culture shock and I don't know, I feel like for the first time it feels like I'm really only finding my feet now and I mean I've been abroad for almost two years now so I think for me it has really taken like quite some time but obviously we're different our stories are different but I'm excited to see what the Lord is doing in your life in this season and in the seasons to come because from year onwards it's just going to be brighter greater it's just gonna be amazing testimonies that i'm gonna hear from you and i'm just so happy to just witness what the lord is doing on in your life i mean it's it's amazing honestly tony i just want to ask you before we close if you have any word of encouragement for somebody that feels like they don't have a purpose or the people that they associate themselves with um don't speak life into them, don't pray over them, don't encourage them, don't don't walk through them when life gets difficult, they don't have any mentorship around them or whatsoever. Do you have any words of encouragement for any of our listeners out there? Amen, amen, amen and amen. Yes, so shall it be. Amen. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you really. Thank you so much. But Chantal, you have done well as well, hey? I mean, you've done well. Culture shock is real. I can just imagine. But you managed to remain true to yourself, you know, and find yourself and be grounded and navigate to your purpose and what and remain faithful to you. So you've also done very well. I'm proud of you. Yes, my word of encouragement would be can I rather pray? Can I pray? Can I pray for the ones that feel stuck or don't feel like they have somebody who speaks life to them or you know that just feel Yes, they need some alignment or so. May I rather pray for them? Amen. Yes, yes, please. You can go ahead and usher us into prayer before we end this conversation. Father God, I pray, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray for everybody listening right now, Father God. You know, that you would meet them in Jesus' name. Father, thank you that you meet us at our point of need, Lord, in Jesus' name. And at our point of faith as well, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, Lord. I pray, Father God, for those that feel like they don't have a purpose, Father God, in Jesus' name, that are clouded. I pray that they get perspective in Jesus' name. 
I pray that you send them destiny. Help us in Jesus' name, Father God. That are able to to help them, Father God, to to see perspective, to receive revelation from you, Father, to open up to you, Father God, to to encounter you, to see your light in the name of Jesus Christ, Father God. I pray for everyone, Father God, who feels misaligned or lost, Father God. I pray that your alignment happens in their lives in the name of Jesus Christ, Father God. Bless them, Lord, Father God. I pray for wisdom like never before in the name of Jesus Christ for everyone, Father God, oh Lord, and and sharpen their discernment for a, a, a sharpened discernment father god i pray for the ability to identify the dna that they're made of father god and to identify the ones that they need to 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 cling to in the seasons and their particular seasons in the name of jesus christ i pray for grace i pray for excess father god in jesus name father and also as you are blessing them father god with with new people new grounds new relationships father god i pray for the character to sustain it father god and remain faithful to you father in the name of jesus christ in the mighty name of jesus christ my lord i pray this amen Amen. Tony, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. It was really interesting and so insightful. I would say I think the one so many things stood out though, but I think the one thing that really got me was um that revelation comes it comes in stages which is true god won't just give you a full picture just like that it it comes in stages but you really said something so important that i think it's gonna like stay with me um where if you're in a season of abundance to so so much that when you're in a season of lack you can draw from from that abundance that you've sown um that's something that really triggered me and it's going to stay with me so thank you so much thank you for your wisdom and and your knowledge thank you for your love for people for god for his kingdom i am excited to see how the rest of the year is going to look like and i'm excited to hear of the testimonies that you're going to share with me yeah may the lord just just bless you and keep you and may he make his face shine upon you and give you his peace i will talk to you i'll give you a call most probably yes but to my listeners guys thank you so much for listening to this conversation please don't forget to like to share to comment share this episode with your friends with your family i hope you guys got inspired and you were able to take a few nuggets away from this conversation i will talk to you guys in the next episode until then please take care and stay safe bye